Hi, I'm Father Columba Jordan, and welcome to Little by Little. We originally recorded these podcasts as videos, which are available on YouTube, but we also wanted to make them available to you on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Hope you enjoy. God bless. So is it necessary for you to give all your money away in order to follow Jesus? And of course, the answer to that is maybe. Why would it be maybe? Okay, so first of all, there's this thing in Christianity called almsgiving, and it means to give money to those who are in need. Now, Jesus talked about this, and he said in the Sermon of the Mount, he talked about almsgiving, fasting, and prayer as kind of the three starting points, to be honest. The three, what the catechism calls the acts of religion, which are sort of like the stuff we owe to God. So you don't get necessarily extra prizes for doing this stuff, but there's a question. How much is almsgiving part of your life and part of my life? One day Jesus spoke to a young man. The guy came up to him and wanted to follow Jesus, and Jesus said, no problem. I'm changing the words here a little bit. Jesus says, no problem but all your money, you need to get rid of it. Give it to the poor and then come and follow me. And the story goes that the young man went away sad because he was very rich. So that's why I said, maybe you might need to get rid of all your money to follow Jesus. Because sometimes Jesus calls individuals to religious life to completely consecrate themselves to God, including all of their riches uh, to never get married and to live a life of obedience. And this young man was being called maybe even to be, you know, very closely associated with the apostles in the early, the establishment of, of the early church. But he didn't because he wasn't willing to get rid of his riches. So maybe the problem with him wasn't so much that he was rich, that he had money in whatever your bank account looks like. That's not so much the issue. The problem was that the riches had him. He was possessed by them rather than him possessing them. So Jesus, like a good doctor, spots the problem and says, "Mm, you, maybe not this guy over here, but you, you need to get rid of that stuff because it's got a hold of your heart. Now, this is easy for me to talk about. I'm a Franciscan and I take a vow of poverty. I don't have personal money. So everything I have is kind of owned communally. And if I need money, I need to get permission and all that sort of thing. But most people in the world, they don't live in that situation. And their money is, it's kind of your power, right? It it enables you to do what you want to do. It gives you freedom. It gives you options and possibilities. It's it's one of our primary resources in life. So to take that treasure and to give it to anybody is a scary thing. And to give it to God. Now, when you do give it to God, he's not necessarily, and usually he does not say, okay, no, I'm, I'm taking it and I'm never giving it back. Usually it's just, it's just that act of surrender. Say, oh God, if you want me to do something with my money, you know, you've blessed me. If you want me to bless somebody else with it, I'm open to that. Just let me know. That's sort of where we want to get. You might think of it this way. Are you a river or are you a lake? Now, rivers, obviously, water flows along a river and it goes places and it waters things and all that sort of thing. But a river doesn't hold on. It's very different from a lake. A lake, you know, the the water flows in and it fills up. And then somewhere on the far side, there's a little river and it flows out. But it's kind of keeping this safety buffer. You know, I've got this extra water just in case a famine should hit. And so too with our with our money or whatever our finances might look like, there's there's a flow coming in like like into the river or into the lake. There's there's money coming in somehow. How much do I hold on to? 
how much am I like a lake? And what size is the stream that comes out on the far side? Is it like just the stuff I have to do? Like just the, the money I, I have to pay for this and that. So I'll just let that bit out, but everything else and I want to try and keep as much as possible. Or am I like a river? Now people are sometimes are like rivers because they're really bad with money. And that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is giving even besides the, you know, the necessities of life that we need to start to give in fact to those others who don't have maybe just as much as us or are in real desperate need. Now the worst case scenario for a lake is when you are not actually a lake anymore and you turn into something like the Dead Sea. You probably know that the Dead Sea is called dead because nothing flows out of it. So all of the water as well as all of the like minerals and salts that come down the river over the thousands and thousands of years, they just sit there and the water evaporates and it gets more and more and more salty and loaded with stuff and it kills all the life in it. And you can also float apparently, which is kind of cool, but uh, like there's no real life in it. It's dead and, and it doesn't flow out. There's no other river that comes out of it. So we don't want to get to that place where we're just taking, we're just receiving, we're consuming, but we're not giving. What we want to do is get our eyes on God who is so good and generous. Everything good we have in our life actually comes from him. To look to him, not just to get stuff, but also to be like him and to start to, to be generous like he is generous. So that means, again, not just looking after me and my stuff, but who in my life or who around me might I be able to bless the way God has blessed me. And what you might find and what many, many people who have been followers of Jesus over the centuries have found is when you do that, when you start to give as quickly as you get, in a, in a conscious way of imitating God and loving like God loves, you find your supply is, it's, it's there. That you don't have to live in fear like the lake that's terrified of a famine. You actually can live in trust, not on money, but on your father, because he's your father. And dad's are great at providing, you know? It's like this, this thing inside of dads. They like, they want to look, they want to provide stuff. And he especially wants to show it to you in this area of your finances. But you need to surrender it. You have to make a decision. And what might that look like in your life? Mother Teresa had a great line. She said, give until it hurts. Ta-da! How does that make you feel? <laughs> you uncomfortable yet? She balanced it though. And she said that the goal is to experience the joy of giving. It has to get though from, you know, theory, from those nice thoughts, to actually to money given to somebody else. In the Old Testament, they gave 10%, 10% of their earnings, of everything they had, whatever their earnings looked like, sheep or wheat or whatever. A lot of people, a lot of Christians do that. They give 10% of their income. Does that, does that seem like a lot? Well, I have some good news for you and maybe some bad news. That no longer applies. Yay, you might be saying. But uh, now it actually might be more. Ooh, <laughs> or it could be less. You have to look at what you're able for and realizing if you've never done this before, you probably don't know what you're able for because it's not really about you. It's really about God and him providing for you. So what I would encourage you to do is to begin with prayer. Ask God, ask your father who would love to provide for you and through you to other people. Ask him, okay, where should I start? What's good for me? And as a rule of thumb, like, well, why not start looking at the 10% if you need to pull back from that 
whole pile, okay. But if you need to, maybe you can give way more than that. Let God challenge you. Along with that, I would say God loves commitment. So it's good to be, you know, spontaneous and be able to give something in the moment. I think it's even better if you you commit to something regularly, something like Mary's Meals or some some group who give to the poor regularly and you like make a bank, a regular bank draft, whatever they're called. I don't know. I'm a Franciscan. I don't know these things. I've set it up so it automatically, there you go, automatically transfers from your wallet to theirs. And areas that I would often give like to those who are, you know, in the world who are starving. Or you could give to a pro-life cause or an evangelistic cause, like some group who are spreading the gospel. And of course, connected to this, I'd really encourage you to be giving regularly to your parish. And maybe your parish does all of those things already, so you don't have to worry about the rest. You can just give regularly to your parish. That is all I have to say about almsgiving for the moment. Basically, the takeaway from this is that you want to send all your money to me, Father Columba Jordan. That's C-O-L-U-M-B-A. <laughs> no, don't. Don't do that. So when you give, give with faith, give with generosity, and most of all, give with love. God bless you. I hope this has been helpful. See you next time. Jesus talked a little bit about this. He said, as you give, you will get. That's not actually what he said. I made that up. How do we finish this up? Okay, some way to wrap this one up. Don't put that in. <laughs> don't put that in. No, no, no. Don't. Oh my gosh, this is don't put that in Inception. Crazy. I think that's okay. Hope that's okay. I had fun. I had fun. I hope you did too. Bye.